When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Dan Myler, host of the longest running Dynasty fantasy football podcast in the industry, the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Join me and my co-hosts, Ryan McDowell and Matt Price from DynastyLeagueFootball.com as we use 60 plus years of Dynasty experience to analyze news, walk through startup and team building strategies, and highlight trade targets to keep you on top of your Dynasty League year round. It's a different topic each week on the DLF Dynasty Podcast, but the common theme is always the same helping you build the ultimate dynasty roster. Join me, Dan Myler, along with Ryan McDowell and Matt Price, each week, year-round, for the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Back to the channel. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy Ray G. You can find me at Ray GQ. If this is your first time on the station, the first time tapping in, welcome. Thank you for giving me a couple of minutes of your time. If you stick around to the end, which you should, and find the content actionable and entertaining, hit the thumbs up button, like the content, and most importantly, what I tell y'all, engage with the good people below the dopest community in the fantasy football game. In this episode today, we've got some great information over there in our database, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. We are running rookie mock drafts 2022 from now until June, July time. We want to have the most ADP data available for you. So when those rookies get drafted and you need to figure out where to take some of these players, you gots to be tapped into the Prospect Talk database, patreon.com forward slash Prospect Talk. What Jordan Backus is doing, incredible. I'm going to show you a little bit of it today and I'm going to just let you know what I think is going to happen with some of these prospects as we go through bowl season, through the senior bowl. I will be tapped in. I will be in Mobile, Alabama for the senior bowl this year, going down there with the FTN Fantasy crew. So I'll get a firsthand look at a lot of these players that we'll be discussing and get a chance to interview him. Yes, I tell everybody, you learn a lot more watching these cats in practice than you do in the games, especially when it comes to these all-star performances where they're only together for a limited amount of time. So I'm excited to bring you Senior Bowl content as well, but let's dive right into the content. So right now, at the 101 spot in our ADP rankings, and he's held serve at 101 the entire time. There have only been two mocks that Matt Corral has not been the 101. And yes, this is super flex. Majority of the leagues, 98.5% of the leagues I participate in are super flex. So this ADP data is super flex, you know, super flex uh, driven, okay? So Matt Corral, 101. He's QB1 in the class right now. ADP of 1.3. He's only fallen outside 
of the top spot twice. And for me personally, he is my QB1. It's getting a little tighter, and we'll see how Kenny Pickett performs at the Senior Bowl practices. I do not believe he's participating in the bowl game. Full-fledged, you know, focus on the NFL draft. It's between Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett for me. Those are my top two ranked quarterbacks in this 2022 class. Both of them should go. Top 15 in the NFL draft, which is outstanding draft capital for any quarterback. We'll see where they land, but Matt Corral, again, every mock that we've done, he's been the 101 outside of two, so pretty consistent when you're talking about the top guy. All right, let's give you a little peek behind the curtain inside the database and take a look at Matt Corral. So right now, you know, Matt Corral, you see the top 10 quarterbacks in 2022 sorted by QBR. There you go. You've got Matt Corral sitting there with a QBR of 81.0, and this is taken directly from how ESPN rates their quarterbacks. But you see across the board, accounting for 22.1% of his team's rushing yards, incredible. He is a dual-threat quarterback, so when you're talking about those guys in fantasy that can give you production on the ground and through the air, Matt Corral is not only efficient through the air, I mean, he's one of the best rushing quarterbacks in college football. Uh, Matt Corral right there with players like Sam Howell, Malik Willis, who uh, is actually participating in their bowl game uh, tonight versus Eastern Michigan. But Matt Corral, his adjusted yards per attempt, which factors in touchdowns and interceptions, 9.4. Not bad. You see Kenny Pickett there almost at 10.0. He's at 9.8. We'll talk about Kenny Pickett later. And then his completion percentage, 68.3% completion percentage. One of the big things that we wanted to see from Matt Corral in 2021 is his turnovers, decision-making. And I think he accomplished that this season. So right now, when you're looking at the rankings, uh, super flex format, if I had to take a quarterback 101, it 100% would be Matt Corral, the outstanding junior quarterback from Ole Miss. And right now, our RB1, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. Isaiah Spiller, listen, all of these running backs possess you know, when you're talking about like the top three guys, Spiller, Hall, Kenneth Walker, depending on how you have those guys rated, all of them possess the size, man. You know, Isaiah Spiller, six foot one, 220 pounds, can catch the ball, the backfield. Uh, you know, he's consistently been going at, at 101, 103, We've got an ADP of 2.9, putting him at RB1 in the 102 in our mocks, Isaiah Spiller, a super talented running back. I don't really care. I mean, Spiller, Walker, and Hall kind of flip a three-headed coin, and I'd be fine with either of those guys. You know, the more when I turn on Brees Hall tape and I watch him, he looks outstanding. When I watch Kenneth Walker, his contact balance, his acceleration through the hole, incredible. Like, I, it doesn't matter. I am going to... Let's wait and see how, how tall they actually are, how much they weigh, how fast they run, and then ultimately where they get drafted in the NFL draft. If Kenneth Walker is a first-round pick and Isaiah Spiller doesn't go to the third, well, Kenneth Walker is going to be RB1. If all of those guys get lumped in there and they're all second-round picks like we kind of saw in 2020 with Swift, with Jonathan Taylor, with J.K. Dobbins, with Cam Akers, all those guys were second-round picks. I'll be looking at landing spot, leaning in on my film evaluations, some of the analytical things that we have, their profiles that we have uh, built for you in this database. Isaiah Spiller right now, 102 in our rookie mocks. ADP of 4.3 um, in all the mocks that we've done. Wide receiver one, Traylon Burks, the big wide receiver out of Arkansas. And let's take a look at Burks. So we're going to scroll through... Uh, the quarterbacks, I guess I could have looked at the running backs for us. 
I mean, Traylon Burks right there at the top. I, the fact that everything on his chart is blood red, that's what you want to see. He's just an absolute monster, right? Uh, yards per team pass attempt, very predictive stat, 3.83 tops in the country. Weighted dominator rating, which is the percentage of a team's receiving production, 80% of the yards, 20% of the touchdowns. And then it's just standard dominator rating, 46.1% percentage of a team's 50-50 uh, receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. You know, a lot of people say touchdowns are the least stickiest metric out there. They're unpredictable. Calvin Johnson damn near had 2,000 receiving yards one season and five touchdowns. But when you see a player like Traylon Burks, and this isn't just 2022, these are the top 12 wide receivers in the country. So this is Traylon Burks versus everybody else in college football. Traylon Burks, an absolute animal. For me, my wide receiver one in the class. He's wide receiver one in every mock that we've done, going as high as 102 in three of the last 10 mocks that we've done. Traylon Burks right there with an ADP of 4.3, ADP index player three overall in the wide receiver one. Now we've got back-to-back -back running backs here um, in our ADP subset. Brees Hall, ADP of 4.6, 104. Fantastic running back from Iowa State. I believe Brees Hall is a better running back prospect than David Montgomery was. Brees Hall, another one of those dudes, six foot one, 215 pounds. He's got the size, he's got the speed. And when you look at the running backs, let's go to 2022 running backs, uh, sorted by yards per team play. Look at Brees Hall right there. Yards per team play, 2.21. Red, that's what you want to see. Dominator rating, 44.1. He's good, y'all. He's good. And this is just in his 2022 class. Let's see if we sort it by overall running backs this season. And all of this is inside the database. Prospect Talk, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. Right there with Kenneth Walker. You see Tyler Batty and one of my favorite players. We'll talk about him a lot in 2023. Big, little old Deuce Vaughn out of Kansas State. But Brees Hall, an absolute monster. And like I said, you have met RB1, not going to knock you. You have met RB2, fine. RB3, cool. Anything lower than that, you're tripping. Brees Hall is a monster. He's a stud going 104, according to our ADP. He's a monster. And 105 with an ADP of 4.7. Just a tick below is Kenneth Walker, the Doak Walker award-winning running back out of Michigan State. Burst onto the scene, the transfer from Wake Forest. Kenneth Walker, dope. You saw his name on here right after Brees Hall. Uh, I mean, the only concern, the only knock on Kenneth Walker, you see the blue 6.1 reception share that like he just he doesn't they don't throw it to him. He has not shown an ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. That's a problem, but I don't want to swing too far one side or the other because Jonathan Taylor also didn't catch a lot of passes throughout his collegiate career. And we see no problem whatsoever because he's one of the best running back prospects that we've ever seen. I'm not saying that's Kenneth Walker, but Kenneth Walker is going to be a starting running back in the NFL. And, you know, yards per team uh, play, look at him. I mean, right behind Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker, uh, when I do a film breakdown of him, it's going to be fun because he's just an incredible running back to watch play. Love him. Love him, and I love where he's going. Not escaping the top five, uh, and that's how it should be. Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, and Isaiah Spiller, given the draft capital, if they perform the way that I believe they'll perform at the combine, they should be locks to go. Maybe maybe you see a running back go round one. I don't advocate for that. Now, we go back to the QB room. Sam Howe, quarterback out of North Carolina. 
I've called him the great value version of Josh Allen. Big arm, mobile. Would you believe Sam Howell on the season, just raw stats, and I know no one likes looking at raw stats, but he's got more rushing yards than Malik Willis on the season. Now, Malik Willis is playing tonight, so he should surpass Sam Howell after the bowl game tonight. But Sam Howell, he was labeled a dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school. We finally saw that come to fruition this year, and he had nobody else around him. Lost both running backs, Michael Carter, Javonta Williams. The only wide receiver that he had was Josh Downs, who's fantastic. He lost Dayami Brown. Uh, He lost Daz Newsome. You know, this was, if this was a down season from Sam Howell, I can only imagine getting in the right offensive system, working with the legitimate NFL coordinator, how good Sam Howell can be. If Howell gets the first round draft capital, I think this is an appropriate slot for him. If he goes first round, uh, I'm not taking him over any of the running backs, but I'm probably taking him over all of the wide receivers outside of Traylon Burks. Uh, Sam Howell is a good player, man. He can run the ball. He showed that this year on the ground. He's got a big arm. He's got a live arm. Just got to improve some of the decision-making. That's why Josh Allen light. Josh Allen, for the first three years of his career, poor decision-making, finally put it together in that third year or was it the fourth year, and he became a you know $200 million quarterback. So really like Sam Howell, and I like where he's going at QB2, uh, according to our ADP data. Not my current QB2, but I'm fine with it because of the, the ability on the ground with his legs. Uh, Kenny Pickett's my guy at QB2, but I really do like Sam Howell. Now, wide receiver two. We finally go back to the wide receiver pool, and we go to USC for my wide receiver two in the 2022 class. Drake London out of USC. Let's take a look at Drake London, where he ranks amongst his peers. We'll go, uh, we'll see. Does he fit in? He missed like the last six games, so he's not inside the top 12. And he's not in here with the 2022 wide receivers uh, missed a, missed a co- quite a bit of time, you know, busted his ankle up, not in here inside the top 10, but I'm telling you right now, when you look at his raw numbers, played in seven games, over 1,100 receiving yards in seven games, Drake London is a monster. I believe he's the best wide receiver prospect to come out of USC. Whoo, Marquise Lee was dope. Uh, he's better than Dwayne Jarrett. He's a better prospect than Juju Smith-Schuster. He's a better prospect than Robert Woods. He's a better prospect than Michael Pittman. He's right there with Marquise Lee. I know a lot of people say Marquise Lee was that dude coming out of USC. Better prospect than Armin Ross St. Brown. At 6'4", 6'5", 215 pounds, he's got the basketball background, one Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year, only playing in seven games. He's got the early production as a freshman. He produced as a sophomore and went nuclear this year in his junior season. As long as the medical is clear and every medical doctor expert that I've talked to says there's no issue to be concerned with with Drake London, should be ready for training camp, NFL season, my wide receiver too. People who are heavy into analytics who say that he's probably going to be their wide receiver one in this 2022 class. So right now, Drake London coming off of the board at the 107 spot. I love it. Love it. Garrett Wilson, 108. And I think he's he's a fen- phenomenal player. Fantastic prospect. He's gone as low as the 110, as high as the 106. Uh, you know, six foot, 188. Not the biggest guy, but probably outside of Drake London, the best contested jump ball catch wide receiver in this class. He's, he's good, man. He's... Garrett Wilson is a beast. He's going to go top 10 in rookie drafts this year. He's going to be a first-round pick and potentially even push to be the wide receiver one off of the board. Love me some Garrett Wilson. 
uh, he's not slotting in in the database inside the top 10 with, uh, with some of these statistics that we're looking at. But trust the tape. Yeah, I mean, you, you know it when you see it. Garrett Wilson, absolute monster, ADP of 8. Coming off of the board at 109 with an ADP of 9.3. He's actually seen his stock fall quite a bit. This player, the first mock that we did back in October, 103, 106, 106. Then he dropped down to 111. He dropped down to the 15th player. He's been as low as the 14th player off of the board, as low as the 16th player off of the board throughout our mocks. I'm not going to go that far to think he should have dropped that far. Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty, uh, again, playing right now. I'll be releasing this Sunday morning as you all scramble through uh, inactives and COVIDs and all of this stuff. Uh, But Malik Willis, the ultra-talented quarterback out of Liberty. A lot of people look at him. They love the upside, right? The fact that he can run the ball. He's a dual-threat, Konami-code-type quarterback. I just have some concerns. Malik Willis is a quarterback. That I just, me, is the type of quarterback that you want to see sit. I do not think you want Malik Willis coming in day one and starting for you. That probably would not end well. Coming off of the board is QB3, 109 in super flex. I will be at the Senior Bowl, have an opportunity to see him up close, have him an opportunity to see him against his peers, like a Carson Strong, like a Kenny Pickett. I believe Sam Howell is going to be there. Bailey Zappi, who's been... He's rising for me inside of my rankings. You have to be able to consistently deliver the ball from the pocket no matter how good you are on the ground. And here's the thing. He's not a generational type runner. Like Lamar Jackson is probably the best rushing quarterback I've ever seen play. Better than Michael Vick, better than everybody else. Some people say Randall Cunningham. I didn't get to see Randall play. What Lamar Jackson can do with his legs makes up for all of the deficiencies with his arm. But even still... It leaves fans and fantasy gamers clamoring for more consistency from the pocket. Uh, Malik Willis does have a ton of upside. Malik Willis, QB3, coming off the board at 109. At 110, we've got David Bell, the fantastic wide receiver from Purdue, uh, took over for Rondell Moore and just continued to pick up, man. David Bell's been good since his freshman year. I'm pretty sure the analytic crowd will love them some David Bell. Uh, He's consistent. I like him. Reminds me sort of of this year's Rashad Bateman, really good at everything, not great at anything. I love David Bell. I have him as a tier one prospect in the class. Don't know where I'd rank him yet. You know, I really love Jamison Williams out of Alabama. There are a couple of other guys that are kind of jockeying for position. I'll let some of the pre-draft process play out before I definitively place a ranking number on David Bell. But David Bell, he's been pretty consistent in his slot, right? Uh, David Bell coming off of the board at the 110 with an ADP of 10.7. 111, QB4, which if you get Kenny Pickett at QB4, I think you got yourself a steal. If you get Pickett at QB4, you got yourself a steal. I'd be taking him much higher than that. And Kenny Pickett, we showed uh, in the database Matt Corral. Kenny Pickett, QBR, 81.8, adjusted yards per attempt, 9.8, better than Matt Corral. Completion percentage, 67.7. Doesn't really give you a lot on the ground. Something about Kenny Pickett. I I don't know what it is, but something feels like Kenny Pickett is going to work at the NFL level. There's no, I can't quantify that. When I watch him, I'm just like, this dude, if he lands in Pittsburgh, if he lands in Carolina, if he lands with... Uh, Denver, it's going to work for Kenny Pickett. And all the NFL execs say he's a lock for the first round. You're getting the first round quarterback at the back of the fo- at the back of the first. I love David Bell. I'm not taking David Bell before Kenny Pickett. 
I'm intrigued by Malik Willis. I'm damn sure not taking him before Kenny Pickett. And I really liked Sam Howe, and I'm trying to fall back in love with him, but I'm not taking Sam Howe at 106 uh, over Kenny Pickett. If I'm getting Kenny Pickett down here at the 111 spot, I'm jumping for joy. When you talk about a riser, he's the biggest, one of the biggest risers in our ADP database. I think Kenny Pickett is going to propel himself to be the QB2, and potentially, I would not be shocked if come May, the first quarterback's name we hear called at the 2022 NFL Draft by Commissioner Goodell is Kenny Pickett. I like this Kenny Pickett dude. Shout out Jay Wack, Jared Wackerly from the Dynasty Nerds. Been over Kenny Pickett longer than anybody. Now, rounding out the top 12, Jamison Williams. And outside of Pickett, I don't think there's any player that's increased their stock more from last season to this season than Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, let's pull him up because I saw him in here. I know he's in here. Let's move through the running backs. Let's get to those wide receivers. There he is. We don't even have to go to 2022. There he is amongst all his power five peers. Williams, six foot, 288 pounds. Yards per team pass attempt. There he is, 2.85. Weighted dominator rating, 30.9. Dominator rating, 31.3. Jamison Williams, only, you know, when you're talking about the 2022 class, only two wide receivers have better analytical numbers than Jamison Williams. Wondell Robinson from Kentucky and Traylon Burks from Arkansas. And uh, I've got Jamison Williams ranked higher than Wondell Robinson. Like me some Wondell, uh, but Jamison Williams is everything that we wanted Henry Ruggs to be. A lot of what we wanted Jerry Judy to be. He's a combination of both those guys. He's a fantastic route runner, route technician. Uh, he plays the game very physical. When you watch Jamison Williams, man... It's just a physical wide receiver, but he's blazing fast. You're talking about a player who's probably a lock to run sub 4-4. Now, Traylon Burks might crack sub 4-4, and he's 230 pounds. Jamison Williams at 188. It wouldn't be as impressive, but still 4-3 is 4-3, but he's much more than a blazer. Like I keep saying he's a combination of Judy and Henry Ruggs, and I think there's a real possibility. You know, we talk about Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Real possibility that Jamison Williams hears his name called first at the wide receiver position in the 2022 NFL draft class. Love me some J-Mo. His stock, big arrow up in our rankings and our ADP system. Big stock up. I probably got him at wide receiver four right now. Just a tick below, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, and Drake London. But Jamison Williams is really, really impressed this season. And he's got a couple of more games to put even more film on wax. So uh, some players that I think may fall out, according to, we currently just finished up a mock last night, so that data is not included in this. Um, I, I think David Bell might fall out. I think we're going to see Kenny Pickett be a big riser when we do a refresh to this. Again, we're doing mocks every single week. Interested to see De Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter didn't make this top 12 subset, but if he performs well versus Alabama, I'm seeing a lot of smoke around Desmond Ritter being a player with first-round potential. Uh, Malik Willis, will he fall out of the first? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see uh, come part two. So part two, we've got some other good players we're going to talk about and round out that top 24. But I appreciate y'all stopping by. We are doing mocks weekly to give you the rest of the ADP data as we continue to still churn out these mocks and provide actionable content for you. So if you stuck around, you like the show, you appreciated the content, thumbs up, subscribe, engage with the people below. Who are we missing? Where are we wrong? This isn't me. This is the ADP from all the mocks that we've done. I appreciate y'all tapping in. We'll be back with more content next week. I'm out. Peace.